<laughs> Time for the national anthem. Y'all niggas bobbing. I started Get this body bobbing. If you bobbing. Get him up. I mean you body body. That I mean you body. body. We say you body body. Oh. I represent. represent. It's 1990s thriller. It's MSP. Yeah, they label me a drug dealer. Cause I'm bowed. I'm bowed. I mean I'm rowdy. I've been I heard them killers sit. Everybody talking. Hello and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. I am your host tonight, Rafael Castaneda. Your <laughs> other host, Lisa Lowry, is off somewhere. I was going to make a joke, and then I changed my mind. But we have two great guests tonight. First, we have someone who was at PodFest with me, and I spent a lot of time with him this weekend, Trice. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's going all right. Not so well for you and your luggage, but we can talk about that later, maybe. Uh, and we also have top commenter, Leanne M. Ward. Hello, good to be here. So in Leanne, my house, <laughs> in your house. Thank, thank yeah. you both for being on here. I am again proving that I'm a terrible choice for a co-host because I forgot that I was hosting this week. I thought it was next week. So <laughs> thank you both for being on in on such short notice. And because there was no episode last week of BFF, we're gonna blast through the Bald Brian episode. The Couch Holes, Cool Thoughts, Airbnb Amenities episode, Christina P. episode, and this Thursday's PodFest uh, episode. So we have no time to waste. So I'm just <laughs> going to get it started with Bald Brian. Um, was there anything that either of you wanted to talk about specifically about this episode? There was a little controversy on at least the private um, Best Friend Bandcast page about him saying that not a lot of people or you know that there wasn't really a lot of uh, that they didn't see a lot of blowback from Allison's firing. I know I'm jumping ahead, but <clears throat> um, and then there's a little debate on whether or not he was joking or if he was serious. but um, I think he was kidding. it just fell flat. And at the beginning, I thought it was funny when um, she or when he said he, he said that she was like, no, that she left when she, when you left the show. And then she said, yeah, when I left. And then they did have a little laugh chuckle about that. So that was a good kind of icebreaker. I thought just to kind of, you know, address it, but not address it basically. Cause that yeah. was at the beginning. I heard the controversy thing on the Facebook group, <laughs> our secret Allison Rosen fight club. Um, <laughs> I heard about that before I actually listened to the episode. So I was like keen to listen for it. And it was yeah. it, knowing, especially knowing in advance, it was definitely a joke. It was just sort of um, him ribbing Allison. And if you're familiar with Brian's other podcast, the film vault where he and his buddy Anderson uh, talk about movies, they definitely, they say terrible things about each other all the time. So it's very much, um, it was along the lines of a joke you would usually make. And that's kind of my thing was I haven't listened to Corolla's show, except I tried to like twice um, to hear Allison, but never got that far. Um, but so I'm not really familiar with Brian um, as, but I've heard that he can be kind of harsh or whatever, um, which does you can cut this out if you want, but I did want to mention something else. It just kind of reminded me of um, sometimes I think 
I love Daniel, don't get me wrong, but sometimes I think he can be too dry with Allison and where she's not always sure if he's kidding or not. Um, And I just kind of, and I think they're doing great and it's not really at all a criticism of him, but I wonder sometimes if he realizes that because he's, you know, he's mentioned that his stepfather did that to him a lot, you know, can't take a joke. I mean, he doesn't do that to Allison, but sometimes he'll be, his stepfather would be kind of mean and say it was a joke. So I've, and that maybe I'm being too sensitive for Allison and I bet you I am because if anybody's mean to Allison, I get mad. So it doesn't stop with her husband. You know what I mean? So, so that I just kind of thought of that because that's been on my mind because a few, the last few episodes, sometimes it seems like she's not sure if he's kidding. And there was one a couple, a few weeks ago when she kind of seemed almost hurt by something he said. I don't remember what it was now that he doesn't allow her to be happy or something like that. Um, uh, and that did seem to really bother her that he said it. So Brian, it connects with Brian, even if it seems like a loose connection, because I think, you know, he's probably a dry guy who's kidding a lot of the time, but people don't know if he is. They just think he's being a jerk is my sense. Yes. They, uh, a common term associated with Brian, uh, from the Corolla fans and the old message boards or whatever was smug. Yes, and, yes, um, that, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, and that will sometimes come across. Um, but yeah, at least on this episode, I I didn't have a problem with them. I felt like, besides that one thing, which I did think was a joke, and she just let it go. She didn't comment on it at all. He was very nice. I thought, you know, to her, and I thought they really did a good job or had a good, actually had a good, smooth rapport throughout the whole thing. So it just seemed like. They were happy to talk to each other, to me. Yeah, and I'm happy to hear they've been in more contact than I would have thought. Than we knew, yeah. yeah. And I think she was probably protecting him by not saying, you know, making that obvious to or letting us know that, really. Um, so I guess he's probably the one. She, they mentioned that at one point she had invited him on before, but he thought it was too soon um, at that point. So, I, you know, there's lots of comments about, you know, I bet, you know, he better be preparing his resume or there's going to be a job open. So it's just interesting that he can do whatever he wants, but those other guys can't. Or at least they probably don't feel like they can, because I'm sure he didn't announce it to Corolla and, you know, get his permission where these the young guys would probably feel like they would, would they would have to do that. And obviously they're not going to. That actually kind of leads into what I wanted to talk about, because when I first heard that Brian was going to be on, I texted Megan like did you see this? And I was just like thinking, um, is he promoting something or is he just on just because, because if it's yeah, I wondered that because, too. that's interesting because I mean, as far as we know, they have little to no contact with each other. And then all of a sudden he's a guest again on the show and almost right. a two hour episode. Um, yeah. I thought it was, that was interesting, but yeah. And also I, I wonder what, what makes, Brian so brazen in his flouting of these unwritten rules with Corolla. Right. Um, and I think maybe that's just kind of how he is. The tumor helps. <laughs> <laughs> but another funny well, thing is that he kept saying like, oh, well, you should have my wife on. And 
And uh, oh, when, I was when you have my up. wife on, and I was like, why? Why would she be on? Like, if and it's she, it's Allison strange enough. Never agree- Sorry, Did go you ahead. notice Allison never committed to that? Yes. It was very interesting. I noticed he really was pushing his wife, which in a way I was like, wow, this is, why is he pushing his wife so much? But then part of it seemed kind of friendly, so I wasn't sure which way to take it. But when he kept doing it, I was like, okay, now he's just being pushy. And she's not, I'm not saying that she won't have his wife on. I'd actually be interested to hear from her, but it would be random, you know, to have Bald Ryan's wife on. That would be a little bit, I don't know what angle she would take up for interviewing her, except what was it like to live with the guy with cancer and then have a baby? I don't know, you know? But not I, to, oh, good. I was going to say not to make light of what happened with him, but um, it was just, that was a weird part where he kept pushing to have his wife on. And also weird that she, she never said, oh yeah, I should. She never committed to that. The last the time... First, oh. Sorry. I think the, we're saying the same thing. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say the last time that she was on, it made more sense because they went on as a couple. Absolutely. I think it would yeah. be completely out of the out of left field to just have her on by herself. And even right. if it was just a special Patreon episode, even that would feel weird. It would cuz we don't have a connection to her. So, um and also I would like to say and this is just one of those ugh, things to dredge up the past. But one of Adam's, um, one of his beefs about her that he trumped up, in my opinion, not to use that word, um, but it's appropriate, um, was that he, she never read his book or Brian's book, which was so stupid because she obviously had from that interview, she referenced the book all the time throughout that interview and had obviously read it. So I was, it was just one of those things where just like, that just is one of the many things that I feel like Corolla lied about in that rant about her. Uh, yes. I mean, yeah. So, so as someone who did listen to a lot of Corolla for a lot of years, um, mm-hmm. he is one of those people who once he makes up his mind about something that he's right, he doesn't, he just right. stops asking questions and he just goes full steam ahead <laughs> under the assumption that he's completely right. Sort of um, begging no alternative is the expression. Like alternate theories don't even occur to him. Right. And so he makes things up, it seems like. He just makes things up in his head that will that will support whatever he's decided. That's what it seemed in that situation, anyway. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, not to get all the way back into it, but I do wonder I know. if there was some, like, midlife crisis type thing going on people were speculating yeah. about. Because he was, like, it, was, it really seemed to be based in, like, an emotional thing about people not respecting him or liking him enough or something. And I don't know. Yeah. So we're going to move on to the Thursday episode for that week, which was Couch Holes, Cool Thoughts, and Airbnb Amenities. We were her little Hawaiian sweetbreads. I love those uh, king, Hawaiian king, is that what they're called? The sweet little buns? (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Oh, man. If someone was making drops of this show. Um, I know. I I had a dirty joke, but then I'm like, I can't say that. I'm a Mormon. (laughs) That well, she should that should be Allison's next carbs. Like, hello, my sweet little buns. <laughs> um, so there was a lot to talk about, but I feel like Trice, you had something specific that really applied to you this past week about this yeah. episode. Yeah. So Jeff went on uh, for like twenty minutes about super negative, a super negative Airbnb experience, and like 
that same weekend for Podfest, <laughs> I was staying in three different Airbnbs. Oh, my word. I did not appreciate. Um, also, <laughs> I was like, so I was staying with uh, myself, Rafi, Rachel, and Becky all in one Airbnb. And I was like, oh, my God, are they going to hear this and, like, drop out? Are they going to oh, no. decide to stay somewhere else? So it was uh, it was interesting timing. And how did the Air- Airbnb go for you guys? Uh, the shared one, I think everyone agreed, went pretty well. Oh, good. I disagree. There was this guy there who, <laughs> you know, was, damn, I can't think of anything you did wrong, Trice. Uh, no, I think. Um, Be Adam, make something up. <laughs> damn. I wish I had some drops to play. I would drop a bomb or something right now. Um, <laughs> I also actually ended up staying with Trice at his first Airbnb, and that was the worst of the three. But even then, it was, you know, it was a room and it was relatively you know, clean and whatever. It was totally fine. The shared one was really great. And I think that's where Airbnb excels over a hotel room. Cause you know, to rent like a big suite in a hotel is going to be thousands and thousands of dollars depending yeah. on the hotel to, you know, room for people. But you know, you get a relatively good deal renting out someone's two bedroom apartment. So it really worked out. You know, we had great times there. <laughs> like uh, the last day of uh, PodFest, we, me and Megan kind of left early because the Packer game had ended and she wanted to watch it because they won. And so we went back there and watched it on her iPhone and just drank some beers. And then Trice joined us later. <laughs> um, but To clarify, the game was already over <laughs> and Megan knew who won, but she wanted to watch the game after it had already ended and watched it on her iPhone. Yeah, we wow. were we were trying to hook it up to the TV or find some kind of illegal stream, but that was not happening because it had just recently ended. So we just ended up watching it on her phone. But, you know, it was a good time. Time um, to unwind, right? Yeah. And, and we brought up our concerns about this to Jeff himself. And by we, I mean me, because I, <laughs> like, I, like I told uh, everyone else, I was like, I feel like, you know, if he would have just done his due diligence, he could have figured out that this was not the best place to stay. Um, but but I, as I re-listened to the episode today, he did say that he was, like, looking at a couple others and, like, one guy didn't even respond and someone else responded, but it was too late after he'd already booked this one, I guess. Um, fortunately, we didn't have any of that, you know, moldy coffee maker, broken ceiling fan Ugh. stuff. But, well, who was that? Per- I can't remember her name. And I enjoy- oh, Robin wasn't really letting him off the hook <laughs> when he was telling his story. So she apparently agreed with you guys. Leanne, have you ever stayed at an Airbnb or had some kind of nightmare no. hotel scenario? I've had nightmare hotel s- scenario, but that was my fault for staying there in the first place because it was a Motel 6. And so, you know, what? what, what am I expecting? But we just needed a place to stay because we were on a like a road trip that was kind of unplanned that we were going to stop, and we knew that it wasn't going to be great when we walked in and the and the check check in person was behind a bulletproof window. We stayed there anyway. We asked for a we asked for I didn't, but the person I was staying with she asked for to see if they had shampoo, which she should have known better. You know, they're not going to have little travel size shampoos for anyone. So they gave, they said, sure. And they gave her a, a bottle, like a full size bottle with a little bit left at the, at the bottom <laughs> from obviously somebody's room. 
So it was just, it was nothing like Jeff's experience, but it wasn't, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit when I, I can live in my own filth just fine, but somebody else's filth just grosses me out. Like it's hard for me to just be okay with staying at somebody's house unless I know that they're clean or whatever. Um, like I know that they wash their, their like I can stay at my grandmother's house cause I know she's going to wash the sheets and everything. But even my parents' house, I don't know that they will. <laughs> uh, one thing about this episode that I wanted to talk about was that Robin is a voice mimic. And I feel, oh, like, yeah. I, feel like I kind of am because I don't think I can do good impressions. I do impressions of people's impressions, it, it seems like. <laughs> but uh, Which I'm not going to be doing any of here. But <laughs> they mentioned... Um, that she was also the voice of the Biore advertisements, I guess. And I, I didn't really hear it until she read the iTunes comment of the week and she ended it with, you know, the tagline for Biore. And I was like, holy shit, that sounds like an ad. But up <laughs> until then, I was like, Biore this is just is. the weird voice. There's some kind of skin product company. Oh, okay. Huh. I need to go look that up, but I just didn't, I forgot. Because I had never heard of it before. Can either of you do any voice impressions? Um. Well, this if I say yes, then you want to hear them. But no. <laughs> I can do... I think the kind that I do is... Sometimes I'll do my students. <laughs> That's not really appropriate. And so, so it wouldn't mean anything to... Except for people who know those kids. <laughs> and, and I'm told I'm pretty spot on. <laughs> but... But that's 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 about it. It's not going to get me rich, so maybe in trouble, but not but not rich. What about you, Trice? Oh, he's no. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was like, he's dead. Did you fall asleep? Not yet. <laughs> like Rafi. Uh, no, I'm not good at any of that stuff. I was really, I was really like the difference between Robin's like her advertising voice and her regular voice is so big. I was surprised. I was very surprised right. by that. Well. And I did. I saw that comment that she was referring to. It was on Instagram because, um, as I told Allison in our private in our in our live stream thing, I started an Instagram account just so I could so she could get another follower. Um, and there are some people I like to follow on Instagram because they still write things. Obviously, I'm not there for the pictures, but they still write things that they don't like put on Facebook or Twitter. So I like. So I have been following people, but I think it's really weird that people are following me since I don't have any pictures. But um, I saw that comment that somebody wrote and I don't know why people are such jerks for that. When somebody is obviously tagged, they'll insult them. <laughs> like they're like, Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't finish the episode. I couldn't handle Robin's voice. Well, why would you say that? And she did respond. She saw it and she responded. So that person hopefully was a little embarrassed. <laughs> Do you remember what she said? She said, I'm sorry. I feel the same way about my voice, which oh. hopefully made them feel worse. Because <laughs> I was I th- like, oh. I think I do remember seeing that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't like the tagging people in things. Because yeah. um, there's always potential someone's going to be a jerk to them. Yeah. Or and, about them. And just like in general, <laughs> like negativity on social media, I'm very negative. So that's my go-to. But I try to avoid <laughs> it. Like... Eminem, as you guys probably know, did some terrible freestyle about Trump. And although I agree with everything he's saying, I was like, rap-wise, this is awful. 
And instead of tweeting that, I'm talking about it here. Right. And <laughs> and then you won't tag Eminem. Exactly. And, Not and that this, he would uh, see it, but I'm, I not, <laughs> I'm not going to send him a link to download this episode right. with a time code. Well, that's um, the thing is, I don't know why people, when they know someone is likely going to see it, they're still jerks. And it's not like, if it was like a real criticism, like I had, I was a little, ner- you know, I was, I didn't like this or that about the show. It offended me. I can get that. Even if I, it's not something I would really want to do, I can get that. But to just actually be mean because you didn't like someone's freaking voice, that's a jerk. And I, ugh. This all like, falls under what I would call the quants rule, which is something he said a couple months ago that I think as someone who used to like get into stupid internet arguments with people like sort of pre Twitter on message boards and stuff when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, the sort of, there's a more, the more modern version of this is like shitty Instagram comments and <clears throat> shitty tweets or whatever. But those are, as Daniel said a couple months ago, like those are really just people talking to themselves. Like it's almost like, uh, because someone's just muttering their opinion about something, but it ends up <laughs> on Twitter or ends up on Instagram or whatever. And even yeah. if they're like tagging someone in it and using their name and replying to them, it's almost like road rage where like you're, they're not part of their brain. Isn't really aware right. that they're interacting with another person. They're just expressing some emotion. Right. So, yeah. So I'm hoping that that person learns something from that. Just, you know, you know, that, the person might see it and care because obviously Robin cared about that because she brought it up a few times on that episode, but maybe that person didn't hear because when she saw that Robin was on, she couldn't, didn't start the episode instead of turning it off. Who knows? I liked her though. I like Robin. I didn't, I mean, her voice is, is unique, but not, it wasn't annoying to me. She is the co-host of the Los Feliz podcast. I don't remember yeah. if that's the exact title, but Trice, you spent yeah. some time in Los Feliz. Is this, and you listened to the show, is, was your time there related <laughs> to listening to this podcast? Uh, yeah, I was trying to stalk her, but I couldn't figure out where she lives. Um, oh, so yeah. it, indirectly related. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, I ended up in Los Feliz just because... It piqued uh, your interest. <laughs> yeah, like they, talk, they always talk about interesting stuff or restaurants they like or whatever, so... I decided to check some stuff out sort of on my way out of town back home. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to eat up time and trying to find a segue <laughs> to get us to the next episode, which was this Monday's episode with Christina P. No longer Pajitsky, just P, like like a cool, hip person. I can't <laughs> My brain is not functioning. <laughs> I couldn't think of anyone who just shortened their name to, you know. Like Master P, but Christina. <sighs> oh, sure. Just like that. Yep. God. <laughs> you know, I'm really slipping when I can't think of. Yeah, New Trace Orleans had to do that one for you. Master P. God damn it. I'm useless. Um, <laughs> did you guys like Christina P? And did you guys uh, listen to That's Deep Bro? And were you like me? And did you actually watch the videos and listen to the podcast? Um, I watched, I listened to both episodes that, that, that deep bro and Allison's of course, and I enjoy them together. Even if what they're talking about, isn't something that I personal personally can relate to because I don't have children. 
but um, I still like them. Their their vibe together. They seem to really genuinely like each other and enjoy each other. And I feel like Christina is very supportive of Allison. So I always go for people who are supportive, you know, of Allison because you know Christina's kind of been through this, you know, longer. I keep saying, you know, so hopefully take those out um, through them longer than uh, Allison has. So I enjoyed the episode. It's hard for, I don't have a specific thing to say about what they said that I can remember right now. Um, I did listen to both episodes and I watched um, both or at least parts of both of the video for the episodes. And I have listened to a bunch of episodes of that's deep bro. I'm a kind of a fan of Christina's and I really, really like them together. Um, in general, but particularly this episode, I think this was the best, the better of the two that they were on just recently. Um, and Allison did like an early episode of That's Deep Bro, also. Uh, so if you like them together, you can go back to yeah. that one. I have a soft spot for Christina too because that's how I was introduced to Christina is when Allison was on That's Deep Bro the first time, and I have a soft spot for anyone who supported Allison right after the firing, um, and she had Allison on. That same week, basically. Or yeah, it was very soon after. It was very quick. Her and the Crab Feast had her on like immediately, and they both of them addressed the firing and how she was feeling about it at that time. So I've always had a spot, soft spot for Christina, and I enjoy her. She's funny. And your mom's house, I do have to admit, <laughs> I tried to listen to the episode with Allison on it, and it does go too far for me, but. Even some of the really kind of um, icky parts yes. were, were funny. It's an aggressively know? filthy right. podcast. But yeah, yes, like, it's it's fu- very funny usually. But it, but I could still find the funny in it until finally I was like, all right, I, I think I need to stop now. But because I don't know, when, you know, I I do have my limits, you know, what I want to listen to, and um, so I haven't really gotten into your mom's house, but. I can tell they're funny, even from what I have listened to. And I do want to watch her Netflix special. Have either of you had a chance to watch it? I assume not, but it came uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, I have not seen it yet. Um, I have not, and I, <clears throat> I rarely watch stand-up uh, nowadays. But uh, also, to give credit to Bald Brian really quick, he had her on the film ball the film. soon after That's the firing. True. And yep. uh, his co-host Anderson, who was the producer for Loveline, is like very quick to give Adam shit. So yes, uh, that was a good one. But um, so about your mom's house, I'm glad that we have someone who listens to it here because I want to know what's the deal with mommy and what's the deal with jeans. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wondering if that was going to come up. Um, <laughs> they are actually both related. Uh, so. At some point, they was they started joking about people wearing mom jeans and sort of how um uh, maybe not fashionable they are. But over time, mom jeans became like a term of endearment, and like to the point where they were like, if someone was cool, you would say, "Oh man, that Christina, her jeans are like super high and super tight," <laughs> as a reference to mom jeans. <laughs> and if you didn't like someone, you would say like their jeans are low and loose. Um, <laughs> so and that that evolved further into like uh tom and christina just calling each other gene like g-e-n-e or j-e-a-n yeah i think i've heard jeans like a gene yeah and then she did you notice um christina did call 
um, out at the end, Allison, she called her mommy. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, um, I saw on Twitter because somebody's like, you know, asked a question and Jean said, or Jean, um, <laughs> Allison responded that that Tom had called her Jean's um, after the show. And at first she didn't know she was talking to her or he was talking to her. So, uh, <laughs> so I guess she's in officially she's in. Um, and uh, I really also like on your mom's house, the, that whole water champion thing is pretty funny. You know, who, who's better at drinking a lot of water. And so people are, are mandated to, or not mandated, but they're, they're given the mission to, you know, let the other one know if they either saw them drinking a lot of water at a show or not drinking a lot of water. So, so that's pretty funny. I think that's pretty funny too. Yeah. Even though I wasn't familiar with these terms, I saw that too. And I was happy that, uh, Tom called her jeans. Yes. Like, I I don't know what's going on. It made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I'm happy that they're inclusive of her. Yes. Um, What did, and uh, Tom mentioned, Tom mentioned, um, Allison on Fitz dog when he was on. You know, because Fitz mentioned the whole that Allison and he were going to do a podcast together. And Tom's like, oh, yeah, you know, Allison's really close with my wife. So that was cool to hear, too. So yeah, I feel like uh, Christina <clears throat> is kind of like Allison on meth or something, like turned up to 11. Because <laughs> didn't yeah. she have a thing where she had like the world record longest part, she said? Yes, they are kindred spirits. (laughs) That's one way to put it. Uh, She talked about the subtle art of not giving a fuck, which is a book apparently that I should maybe check out. And the name they were trying to remember was Pete Best, the original drummer who got kicked out. And uh, Stu Stutcliffe, to give Allison credit, was their original bassist. He left (laughs) because he was not into it as much as the other guy's. And then, sorry, I'm going to nerd out on Beatles garbage right now. So they had three guitarists, obviously, Paul, George, and John. And then so when they had no bassist, they were trying to decide who's going to be our bassist. And John's like, well, it's not going to be me because I'm the leader. And you know how John was. And then George wasn't. Oh, yeah, John. Yeah, George obviously wasn't because he was actually the best guitar player of the three of them. So that left poor old Paul to be the new bass player. But um, how do you guys, have you guys heard of this book or how do you feel about this art of not giving a fuck? Because I wish I could live my life this way, but it's, yeah, it's it be, not going to be easy. A, yeah, it would be, it would be nice, but I've never read the book. It sounds great in theory, but I just don't, you know, it doesn't seem practical to me as a human being. <laughs> I want to yeah. get you this, sorry, I want to get you this book, Leanne, just so your Mormon friends can come over for something at your house and, and see it right the yeah, subtle yeah, yeah. art of not giving a fuck on your coffee table well can you get it in braille at least you know <laughs> they'll be able to see the title still but you know <laughs> absolutely not no braille <laughs> it would be like eight volumes <laughs> uh yeah i'd not heard of the book before she mentioned it um you, hmm, i don't know how i feel about the concept i i understand like the notion behind it uh, right. The title is slightly aggressive. I think the title sure. maybe does a little too much. Like you wouldn't want to go into like your your doctor's office, like who's going to perform brain surgery on you? Like you see that <laughs> book on his shelf. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, especially 
I assume it's geared towards people who have a lot of anxiety about things um, and who are very worried about other people judging them or whatever. And I think, um, in theory at least, that could be very good. So on the subject of books on bookshelves and whatnot, and because I know Lisa will never hear this, and if she does, it'll be five years from now when she's all, you know, catching up on previous episodes. Um, She has a great wall in her, like, living room with a ton of books. Trice, you've seen it. Yeah, a a ton of them. It turns out that she has not read all of them. And most of them are just for show. Um, that is interesting. First of all, are you guys going to start talking about, oh, I've been to Lisa's house, like you guys, like <laughs> Rafi does about Allison? <laughs> oh, boy, let me um, tell cause you. Because believe me, I'm jealous already, okay? So you don't have to rub it in. <laughs> hey, oh, you know, we're going to get to this during the uh, PodFest episode, but I talked with Allison about you. But so, Oh, boy. The I think picking a book title and it's I I already forgot what Allison's book is called, but I have a I have like a a pet peeve about these book titles that are like, you know, book title and then subtitle. So like the one oh. that, that I'm thinking that the only one I can think of because I don't read is uh Jensen Karp's book, Kanye West owes me three hundred dollars and other true stories from a white rapper who almost made it big. It's like, oh wow, yeah, that's quite a mouthful. I feel like, or like maybe it's going out of style now, but I feel like that type of title was very popular for a bit, and it bugs me. But can you guys remember Allison's book title? I think they're. I think they're. It's. It's kind of. It's. It's funny, I believe, but um, I think there might. It might be subtitled, so I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure though. I can't remember it. But I wish you would just go ahead and pick a cover. Come on. We're waiting for this book. I know. We're, I mean, well, the funny thing is Come that they're, on. they're all online, <laughs> so technically we could read it, but it's not the same. We want to pay for this book and hold it right. in our hands. Well, and I want her to go around and do all the podcasts to promote it. That and, too. And I wonder, is that, did she write anything new for it, I wonder? I mean, I feel like maybe she... And plus, she's going to do an audio recording. Oh, yeah. I got to get that. She better oh. still do that. Okay, I found it. It's called... Tropical attire encouraged and other phrases that scare me. That did not bug <laughs> me like Jensen's did. Right. Yeah, um, no, that's different. I think it, she kind of needed that second part to make the first part make sense. Whereas Jensen's was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, we might as well talk about it right now. So after the, sh- the PodFest episode, we were talking with Allison and I told her if she knew which cities she was going to, someone brought a book tours. The book tour, I think. And I said, is she, does she know what city she's going to go to? And then, you know, I think Lisa or somebody was like, oh yeah, what, like Denver? And I was like, no, I hope you go to the Northeast so that Leanne can go. Because (laughs) I said that I would fly to Leanne and go with her so she doesn't have to travel alone. Oh boy. Yeah, except I, I I hate flying. (laughs) We can rent well, we'll a car. We can. We'll see where. We'll see if she does a summer tour. I'm open. <laughs> I don't think she's gonna do a summer tour though. Well, at the at the rate she picks covers, I know it might be a summer. <laughs> it tour. might be summer uh, of tw- uh, 2020 or hey, something. As you probably saw in the live stream, I did offer to just pick the dang cover for her so we can get this book going. You know, and she said I could, but I don't think she meant it. 
<laughs> well, you should just uh, tweet out your pick or something. Just okay. DM yeah. Her. What's the best? Like, yeah, and and I think you know, we just need this book to come out now. <laughs> um, Trice, was there something about Christina's episode you wanted to talk about? A couple things. Uh, right now, I'm just looking at book titles of other <laughs> books. Um, there's this one. So I looked up the uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck or whatever, and next to that on Amazon was one called "The Art of Saying No," and then the subtitle is "How to Stand Your Ground, Reclaim Your Time and Energy, and Refuse to Be Taken for Granted," and then in parentheses without feeling guilty, <laughs> exclamation mark close parentheses. <laughs> and then there's one more by the same author, which is "Morning Makeover: How to Boost Your Productivity, comma Explode Your Energy, comma and Create an Extraordinary Life." Dash one morning at a time! Exclamation point. I felt like I already read the book. I don't like <laughs> that. Took so those those titles are so long. I'm like, oh, I guess I read the book already. <laughs> yeah, I need that. I need to read that book to get the energy to read the title of the book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not ready to explode your energy already? Not yet. Ugh. No, mm-hmm. I took all my energy to read that book title. <laughs> uh, oh, Snape. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so on this episode, uh, a couple things came up. Um, uh, They talked a little bit about the feeling of being too old to be successful. Um, And they're both kind of in show business, so that, in a way, it kind of makes sense. But I think a lot of people have that thing of, oh, I didn't make it by 25 or 30, and sort of not realizing that they have their entire lives, even in show business, people will pop up, you know, in their 40s or 50s. Um, So it's... it's, uh, it's always interesting to hear people talk about that. Um, uh, I don't know if either of you had any thoughts on that. I agree. I, I I do think though that that is a trap that people get into. You know, their mind trap. Like I'm too old to to learn something new or to go out and change careers completely or any of that kind of stuff. Or if I haven't been successful by now, it's over. So that's it's unfortunate, but I think that's pretty common. And I don't really know how. You know, to combat that, but I guess if we read one of these books, maybe we'll find out. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm constantly measuring myself against other people my age, and and like when you start thinking of like athletes, it's extremely uh, discouraging. Because, like, my favorite sport is Formula One, and all like the new drivers, they're like winning. They're like 18 and they like won the GP2 championship or whatever. And you're like, at 18, I was working at the post office, you know? I don't fall into that trap because people like that, they're just so far out of anything that I would, you know, that seems practical that I don't compare myself to them. But I certainly can fall into the trap of, you know, people who are quote unquote normal people like me who are maybe more successful. I don't feel like I do it too much, though. Because I'm pretty happy with my quote, to stop putting quotes around anything, but my quote unquote success, I guess. So I don't do that too much, but you can't help but do it to a point. I I more fall into that other trap that Allison has where, you know, you're like, oh, how come that person always has it so good and never has any problems, even though obviously they do, but they don't post about those on social media. Yeah, well, the, and then they started talking about some uh, 
lady on Instagram who was uh, posting pictures of her post-pregnancy or something, and then, but that how she was actually struggling with postpartum depression. Yeah, and, and I feel like that's uh, one thing that is good about social media that people can be more open to their audience about the struggles that they go through. Yeah, I think that's good, and that's what I gravitate toward. That might—that's probably one of the reasons I like. Allison so much is that she's willing to be open about, you know, struggles too. Um, and I, I feel like that's who I don't want to, there's a, there's a difference though. There's some people who all they do is complain and that drives me nuts too, but people are just being honest. I don't know. There's a difference and I can't really articulate the difference, but I feel like <laughs> that there are some people that annoy me because all they're doing is complaining. And then there's other people that I just find so authentic that even if, I haven't experienced what they've experienced. I still feel moved by their honesty. And that would be someone like Allison. So it's interesting. Yeah. Instagram, like Instagram in particular, I think, I mean, it's, it's maybe the most curated of all the social media platforms, or at least the big ones. Like it's, it's literally posing. Like people are specifically posing for specific pictures to make a certain image come across um, and it's, you can't take, I mean, you're, you're almost looking at modeling photos. I mean, some people just take pictures of funny things they see on the street or whatever, but right. there are people who are, um, who, who it is the most like it, of all the social media platforms, people use that to purvey a certain image, which is the image they want to purvey and not necessarily anything that actually goes on on right. a day-to-day basis. So in particular, to to compare yourself to someone's Instagram is, I think, not you're not a recipe for success. Well, and Christina hadn't heard that phrase that Allison, you know, said was a common one that you know people are comparing their um, insides to that person's outsides, and I had not heard that before until Jeff said it a few weeks ago. So, and I was like, oh, that's a good point. And and when I think about it now, yeah, that's really that's really obvious, but I think it's a good way of putting it. Oh, and there was some, some Shelly and John drama about Allison's parents, which I thought was interesting. (gasps) Oh, she revealed something that she really hadn't. I mean, Christina should be her therapist because, and then did you see, I think in the description on one of the, her Twitter posts, it said that it helped her have a breakthrough in therapy after she talked to Christina something. So that was interesting, too. Yeah, I didn't see that. That that does make sense. But that thing about her dad, I don't remember her talking about that before. You know, the thing about um, being a parent and sometimes um, feeling like he's not she's not living up to what her dad, what she perceives her dad expected of her mother. Or her mother didn't live up to it or whatever it was, you know, it was just like, huh. Her dad has a lot of power power over her and I feel like her and this is just speculating but I just get the impression that she and her mom don't have the closest relationship um maybe I, I don't yeah I, I don't kinda, know I kind of picked up on that from her wedding stuff the stuff that happened at her wedding yeah and then um and I think her and her dad have a, an interesting relationship because I think they probably have a good time but then she's very influenced by him it sounds like that's still a problem to yeah. a point Oh, and the subtext of what she was saying was that she sort of, um, in some ways, her mom was painted to be like the one who was 
messing up or not right. not the right, perfect right. mom where from from the tone she was speaking in um in the Christina uh, Christina P. I'm going to say Christina Pashitsky forever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just cuz I'm I'm kissed in. I'm I'm a legacy member. But That's right. Um yeah, uh so it sounded like she was saying or sort of inferring that she was realizing that the problem was sort of the standards that her dad set more than anything her mom actually did wrong. Right. Yeah. So I'm hoping that really is helpful for them. Um, cause her mom's quite a bit younger than her dad from what I remember. Um, yeah. it's like almost 20 years, right? Something so, like that. so yeah. So I think, you know, and it's interesting it seems like Daniel's there a lot more. Daniel's mom is there a lot more who doesn't even live there. You know, she lives in like Arizona Yeah. than her mom and stuff. So it's just, it's just interesting. Um, but Maybe she'll have more appreciation of her mom. I don't know what kind of her mother, mother her mother was, yeah. but her dad clearly had some issues. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think one of the reasons stuff like that doesn't come up super often is because I think right. on occasion her parents do listen to the show, or at least they got. I remember them being upset after the wedding episode yeah. where she talked about, you know, them showing up late and whatever other drama right. happened. Um, yeah, and so she's sort of trying to be careful. Yeah, and she's talked about how in her family, if you say something and the other person takes offense to it, it's your fault for offending them. And so she right. tries to tiptoe around certain things. Well, and that's what she's said in the past, too, when she's talked about them, that she was always, you know, growing up, it was a lot of, you know, you should feel bad for for, for feeling bad because it makes them feel bad type thing. <laughs> you know, it's kind of yeah. complicated. Um and um, what was I going to say? Oh, and and then, of course, again, it's people being jerks and tweeting because people tweeted, me, you know, annoyance at her dad to her dad about what she said at the wedding or about the wedding. Why would you do that? I, I <laughs> do not understand <sighs> that that impulse. I understand, like, lashing out at someone because you're not thinking. I don't understand right. being like, hey, did you hear what someone said about you? That's a little... Right. Well, it's like, why, why Why? did you ruin Allison's... I don't know the, what they said, but apparently it really upset her dad, and that's why he canceled the Twitter at the time. Um, oh. And then that's why she had to rein things in, you know, for a while about saying stuff about Shelly and John. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a, It sounds like they have a complicated relationship. Yeah, I think aren't all parental relationships kind of complicated? Oh, get me going. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great segue for something that is not what I'm going to segue to. <laughs> you, the, are you doing an ad read? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Blue what? Apron. <laughs> I was actually thinking because the code for uh, one of her sponsors this week was the code was BFF and our show is best friends fan cast so i was like we could just do her reads also and then just say code bff and people would think we have sponsors oh and man. then maybe we could you know get some get actual more. sponsors from that but uh <laughs> anyway um i think we should move on to today's thursday episode which was live from Podfest. uh oh shit i was gonna read the wrong title um it was just called um, the guest names. So uh, she had Jordan Morris, John Henson, and David Huntsberger on the show, as well as our usual Colonel Jeff and Daniel Quantz on the show. 
Um, we were her little new potatoes or something. Yes. Do, do you guys know what new potatoes are? Yeah. Not at all. No. Oh, uh, I do. I, I wonder if they're. I wonder if they're more of a northern thing or you know. I are mean, I like, am in potato. I am in potato land. They're smaller. Are they like funeral potatoes at all? Um, they're just potatoes. They're, they're small. From somebody can correct me, but they're just. Um, but since I'm the only one that's heard of them, then I guess nobody will correct me. Apparently, but, um, Mormons are into <laughs> potatoes. I did. Oh not yeah, know we this. like. Our, I like my potatoes. Um, and my husband's not a Mormon, and he's not into potatoes. So hmm, interesting. Um, but. No, they're just potatoes, and then you can – they're just smaller. And one thing that is kind of a big thing in Maine anyway and then maybe other places is you take new potatoes and, you know, and then, like, fresh green beans, and then you put some sort of, like, cream and not, – not not sweet cream, but, like, a, you know, just like a – I don't know. I'm not a cook. Cream and butter and some other thing, salt, and you mix it all up together. And that's, like, a big thing, new potatoes and green beans, which – Bill thinks it's disgusting, but I like it. Okay, Not healthy, so, though. So when they say new potatoes, they just mean, like, younger I potatoes? I don't know why they call them new potatoes, but they're kind of like small baked potatoes, but they're not really yeah. – and yeah, they're not – funeral potatoes, I think those are like a casserole, right? These are – new potatoes themselves aren't a casserole. They're just potatoes, a smaller oh. potatoes. Okay. So I think – Instead of like veal, it should just be called new beef. <laughs> um, right, sure. So, obviously, Trice and I were at Podfest with obviously. all of our friends. So, yeah. I, I all the important people, you could say. It was, it, it was, see, I'm so confident, I'm not even going to listen to that. Um, it was, um, but the important people were there. I was very proud of all of you who went there and I was very excited um, to hear even some voices I hadn't heard before that I know names that I know of either from the the Facebook page or from the live stream like every time uh, Allison on the live stream tries to remember how to say Carmel's name so it was is it Carmel or Carmel see I can't even (laughs) she messes it up every time so I don't remember which way it's supposed to be but it was fun to hear you know her on there and then and then this Kelly person that Rafi couldn't track down afterward is around Denver, apparently. You think? So you know the person. So when um, she... the some uh, God, I don't remember his name, but I think I can't remember his name either. And but, he's the one that dragged her, so we should right. know his name. They, they mentioned it on the show <laughs> that um, this guy in the crowd, Justin, uh, Justin, new friend, oh, okay. Justin. Uh, dragged in his new friend Kelly uh, in the lobby or something and at the end of the show when John Henson plugged that he was going to be at the Comedy Works in Denver in November she went (gasps) and she got like really happy and I turned around and I looked at her like oh my god is she from Denver and I looked at Rachel and we were both like thinking the same thing like oh she's getting into our cult today yeah and And then then, after the show she was nowhere to be found and I even asked the uh, I asked Justin. I said, mm-hmm. "Oh, you uh, brought the new fan in, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, where "Oh, she? where where'd she go?" And he's like, "I, I, I don't know." But uh, <laughs> she she said she was going to be at Mental Illness Happy Hour later, and I was like, "Oh, so will I. I'll just find her there." And she wasn't there either. So oh, she's like, "Oh man, this is a mystery," and we only got her first name. 
And she was like the center point, what grounded the episode, because Allison kept, you know, talking to her. Yeah, and this is not (laughs) to be confused with our Kelly, who is not in Iowa, but... um, Not our satchels. Yeah, exactly. Not Kelly Lundquist, but um, shout out to you, Kelly. So I was thinking... So now I have to go to five or six John Henson shows at Comedy Works <laughs> and find her to get her into our cult of Allison fans. I, but I, I know. I think this would be a good time to kind of recap our uh, weekend at Podfest. Yes. Um, I wish Lisa was here to do this because I have a horrible memory. So, Trice, hopefully you can help me. Um, I got in Thursday night pretty late and went straight to the Airbnb where Trice was and slept on the little couch thing. Um, but we met up with Becky. We picked right. We be- we picked up Becky uh, yep, from her hotel. That was Saturday morning ish, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. And then what did we do after? Wait, that? no, sorry, that would be Friday. It was Friday morning. Um, after that, we let's see. So we, oh, we met up with Megan. To- Oh, that's true. Uh, we uh, went to lunch with Megan. It was her last day at her job. And for everyone who's saying, you know, I'm sorry about to hear about your job, she knew this was the end because her movie is done. The deadline for, I think it was Sundance is now. So oh, they're done with okay. the movie. They sent it off. So it's not like she got fired. But still, right. she's looking for a job. So if you guys need someone to edit your video, holler at Megan. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we all had lunch. And then I think we headed over to uh, the Biltmore to catch Jeff's technical podcast thing. And we all got our bracelets and whatnot. And then we met Jeff after. Oh, so they said they were going to release this. And I don't know where, but I'm going to have to look it up. Because me and Lisa both actually learned some things about how we could make BFF better, hopefully. But uh, when they announced Jeff, we all like hooted and hollered. And uh, <laughs> Good. I think, he has a fan club. Yeah, I think it was like very distracting because like this was not this was for the they call it right. podcast pros. So it was just like supposed to be like a technical thing, like oh, this is you know Mark right. and this is John. He works here and blah blah blah. And Jeff, woo! And we're like, it wasn't a show. It was a panel, exactly for entertainment. And then so. Afterwards, Jeff uh, came over to talk to us. Oh, nice, Jeff. Yeah, and uh, and even better, he took a picture of the group of us saying <laughs> he was going to text it to Allison saying, look what troublemakers I ran into. So I thought that was really nice oh, of him. That's cool. Um, and then... Was Lisa there for that? Oh, yeah, she was. Oh, She was absolutely there for Lisa's that. Lisa's going to love this part because... Uh, Is she... <laughs> I said, oh, does anyone want to get a picture with Jeff? And then so we all, like, took a group picture, but Jeff was, like, next to me. So he was, like, scooting to, like, you know, put his arm around me. And I kept, like, scooting further back to get Lisa in between us. So Lisa (laughs) was next to Jeff. And I did that Oh, you're such a good friend, Rafi. Such a good friend. Playing wingman. (laughs) Fortunately, Mm -hmm. Mike, her husband, was not there for this. So she could really, you know. She could really enjoy herself. Really adore him. In at full capacity, <laughs> uh, but Trice, what do you remember from that day? Um, from that day, I don't remember what we did after that. I think you guys might have gone to the bar or something. Uh, oh no, we went down to that Chinese rest—sorry, Singaporean restaurant thing in the hotel. Um, 
I at seven went to go check out Bert Kreischer's podcast, which is very funny. Um, actually, I think he and one of his guests were in the technical panel, but I didn't realize it until after I looked at the pictures I took, and I think they were in the front row. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was funny. But um, yeah, they the Kreischer's podcast was good. You guys were. <laughs> uh, hmm, there was some drinking going on all weekend. Let's say that, but nothing too crazy. Um, and I don't, <laughs> to that point, I don't remember what happened after. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, I don't remember. So there wasn't much going on at PodFest that I wanted to see on Friday. It was mostly Saturday, Sunday stuff. So I think, or, sorry, Friday was, I think, just Jeff's panel. And then I checked out Bert Greischer's podcast. And I think that might have been it. Um, I don't remember where we went from there. We made our way back to the Airbnb and hung out. Oh, we were in the bar for a while, I'm sure. Yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, us at the bar, but I, you know, for as much drinking as I felt like I did, I don't really remember ever really being that inebriated. Um, I don't know, maybe other people had different memories, but I, I feel like I was fairly, you know, fairly good. On Saturday, is that the day that we went to the Palm? Yeah, it was, yes, it was Saturday at around 6. Um, oh, and of course, Rachel showed up. I think that was Friday night. Yay, Rachel. Oh, yeah, she was um, working. She showed up uh, late that day, yeah. And she, and, and this is not your anniversary of get, being together, but your anniversary of meeting each other, basically. I mean, I don't think it's the exact dates, but, you know. Yeah, it's a few Pod, weeks. That's how you met. It was a few weeks off. And, um, but yeah, a, a year since we met pretty much. Mm-hmm. What started it all? <laughs> um, I don't remember what we did Saturday, but there was a lot of, you know, just us hanging out and we ended up going to the Palm. Oh, we met new friends, Stacy at Spaniac and her sister Trish or Trisha. And they were both delightful people that we spent a lot of time with throughout that weekend are you going to recruit them to be on the show so we can oh, meet them? Absolutely. So okay, I, good. I already got them in a DM thing with me and Lisa. Oh, um, perfect. I, I, I can't wait. I don't know about Trish if she's going to want to be on here, but for sure right. um, Stacy will be on. And good. It was Shout just, out to you, Stacy. And they joined us at the Palm. So <laughs> Nice. Now there's some controversy <laughs> with, 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 with the Palm. Because I assumed it was the Palm in Beverly Hills, as did Megan, but Lisa made the reservation at the Palm in downtown because it was literally like five minutes away. And so we weren't at the exact Palm where the fingering happened, Eh, but it's fine. Close enough. Yeah. I mean, we got the... We got the experience. I think you got the experience. The, it, the, 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 the general thought is what counted there. Yeah, you we know. were there in spirit. We saw right. a fingering of spirit. <laughs> sure. That's, be- that's a better way to have to see that. So Disagree. But <laughs> there, were some, there were some arguments about that. Like me and I Lisa were talking and she was like, can you imagine that it'd be so crazy? And I... I was then and have always been like, it would have been pretty cool to see it in person. Well, I think it's one thing to experience it, but it's another thing to see it, I'm guessing. So, yeah, I don't know. So I feel like Saturday was like a lot of failed expectation. We didn't see fingering. We didn't go to Jumbo's (laughs) clown room to, you know, tip some strippers. 
and we didn't get <sighs> tattoos. Trice, why did you not want to go to Jumbo's clown room? Well, I listened to Loveline for like half my life, and I've heard a lot of strippers have a lot of conversations about their parents and their family lives, and so I'm not super into strip clubs, uh, to give the dark and serious answer. But I don't know. It was it started out as a joke, but then people were like, "No, we should really go to Jumbo's Clown Room." And I was like, "Oh no, this is this is spinning out of control." I did not anticipate, like even friends who aren't in the Alice and Rosen group who I joked about going to Jumbo's Clown Room, they were like, "Yeah, you should totally do that." And I was like, "Wow, okay, I uh, uh, okay, maybe." You should have asked me. I would have been like, "No, don't do that. Don't objectify those people." Okay, so that's what I, I would have said. I think it came out that, Trice, you've never been to a strip club. That is correct. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh. You've Not... never met your parents. You've um, never been to a strip club. So now, have you, have you not had a close male friend have a bachelor party or just some kind of raucous birthday party? How, how is it that you've made it 33 years on this earth and never been to a nudie club i associate with a better class of <laughs> yeah. people, probably. well i'll i'll say like bill he's definitely not a prude but he's that's just not his thing he's not interested in it he's just doesn't feel like he needs to do that he had he has had his chances including his own brother's bachelor party but it was just not it's just not something he's interested in so some people just you know aren't interested that's okay that I is mean, totally to, fine. To clarify, I am interested. I just don't. You just haven't done actually it. Actually, going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he just isn't interested, which works out for me because then we never really had to discuss it. But <laughs> okay. And as far as tattoos, Trice, if we did get a group tattoo, were you going to be in on this? Absolutely <laughs> not. No. Uh, but but I have been, and I hope Megan is listening. She's not, but uh, I have been. I, so when I went to, uh, there was a gift store I went to on blah, 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 Tuesday morning when I was headed back home, and they had temporary tattoos, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, you can make custom temporary tattoos. So if Megan, like, she was talking about not wanting, not knowing what she wants to get, you could custom make, like, different Allison Rosen, like, fake tattoos <laughs> and see how they look, and then if you right. like one, you get the real one. And take as long as Allison's taking on choosing her cover, then you'll never get the tattoo. That that's actually a really smart idea, Trice. But um, oh fuck! Oh no, I was gonna say um, Megan does listen, so shout out yes. to Megan and hey, really quick Meg- shout out, hey Megan. Because I forgot at the beginning, Leanne. Do you have any shout outs? I actually do. Go I would like it. to shout out first and foremost to Jennifer Wilker, who sends me the audio of Allison's um, Instagram stories every day. Every day since she's found out that I can't get to them, I get to hear them now because she's every day sends them to me. And sometimes with descriptions, if I need to know, you know, a physical thing that's going on. So that's super awesome and above and beyond. See, our Allison fans are the best. And then shout out to everybody who who made the effort and went to Allison's show. That's awesome. And then I feel like there's oh, um. I'm going to not say her name right, but either Shira or Shara. I want her to be back on the show. So I hope you get on that, Rafi. Get her back on. Shout out to her just because I enjoy her. Absolutely. We will. Absolutely. Abs- man. 
This margarita <laughs> is kicking in. We will absolutely have her on. And um, I guess I'll go now, but I don't really have any shout-outs. But shout-out to Megan. I love seeing yes. her all the time. Shout-out to Trice, because we spent a lot of time together, and he didn't and you know, yell like at me or anything. Um, and shout-out, of course, to Jan. Um, yes. She... I did not get to spend enough time, like, actually probably spent, like, 20 minutes total with her, if that. And she is literally a beam of sunshine. Like, every time I see her, I'm like, oh, Jen's here. Like, I'm super happy (laughs) to see her. And she's just the kindest person. She and Rachel, uh, last year at PodFest, ran into each other on the street. And so when I met (laughs) Jen for the first time, I... Rachel was like right there with her because they walked in together. But um, I hope to see her soon, uh, maybe in March for the 100th episode back at Lisa's house. But um, yeah, I don't really have any other shout outs. Trice? Oh, wait uh, a minute. Whoop. 100th episode back at Lisa's house? You're just going to walk right past that? Oh, I thought what, what's everyone that all about? knew. So uh, our, our... Maybe, maybe I missed it on a uh, previous episode but <laughs> um so the 100th episode of bf fancast is going to be sometime in march probably and um awesome so we're we're trying to do like we did in may and get all mm-hmm. back together at lisa's house for a big thing that'd be awesome yes do it you should Can't come wait. out leanne all right i'm there i'll just i'll have to quit my job though because i don't have vacation time until the summer or April break. I could, if you, you know, just time that episode for April. Oh, and don't do it because I still can't promise I'd get there. <laughs> Trice, shout outs? Um, yes, shout out to all the people who I talked to at PodFest. Um, I'll start with Carmel since I was harassing her to be on the show. Um, yes, I want her to be on the show. What Carmel. did she say? Uh, she was like, yes. "Well, I don't know. I've never been on the podcast before." But she, she sounded so. Con- she sounded really good the minute we got to hear her. <laughs> She's actually preparing to be. She was preparing to be on a podcast when I talked to her. Um, not like that day, but um, soon there was a podcast she listened to that was gonna that she was gonna um, make an appearance on. So she was pretty excited about that. Um, she hasn't kept up with Best Friends Fancast. Shame on her. But. <laughs> But she said she would give it a listen, and um, you know, I we I think if we continue to harass and harangue her, she will be on. Do you know what her Twitter account is? I don't know. I only see her in the uh, like the Alice in the Rosen chat room chats, or yeah. the the stream, I the mean. live streams. Yeah, yeah. I I will say that um, from the limited exposure I had with her, she seems very gregarious, and I feel like she would be. She a great sounded fit like on she was. Show. Yeah, she sounded like she was gregarious like it would be enjoyable to listen to her so if she's gonna be on another podcast she needs to be on this one uh, also shout out to uh ray um shout out to all you guys of course who i hung out with over the weekend um uh lisa oh. and mike and you rafi and rachel and becky and uh everyone else uh, shout out to the new people who i met um uh, uh stacy stace <laughs> um oh I'll- yes i recognize that name yeah Twitter. Oh, that makes sense. Yep, that is Spaniac. That is the Stacy who we met, and her sister cool. Trish. I'm gonna say Trish. It might be Trisha. I I don't know either. Um, uh, are we? So um, the the new girl <laughs> we didn't get to talk to Kelly, the, our mystery yes. Kelly. Yeah. Um, 
Also, Taryn, who I briefly met, I think, and shook hands with or something, but she was one of the people at the Allison Rosen show, um, but she sort of disappeared into the darkness. Um, there, there was a guy, and he tweeted at Allison and saying that he, it was before the podcast or the, her show that he and his wife were going and that they were very excited. I think his name was Dylan. That was maybe. Dylan and Jessica? Yeah, yes, yes, Jessica. Yeah. So shout out to them. I'm sure they're listening. Um, and then also shout out to Lisa for that picture. That was very, I mean, for those of us who couldn't be there, you know, taking a picture with them, having a sign that, you know, with all of our names on it from the fan cast page. That was really awesome. That was we, cool. were all, we were all feeling some feelings when she posted that. So. Oh, also shout out to Jen. I did not mean to leave you out. I am sorry. So on going back to Taryn. Um, so we were all kind of, uh, I think Trice, Becky and I and Ray were like, I can't remember who, but we were like the first in line to uh Allison's show. And then so as more people came and lined up, um I saw one girl in the background just kind of like, you know, looking at her phone whatever, just doing her own thing. And then so like when everyone like had showed up and I think it was like past the time her show was supposed to start, but uh Lisa gave us these ears that you might have heard of on the podcast. She yes. gave, it was like a duck, a duckling ribbon with a <laughs> plastic ear on it. And we were all putting them on and whatnot. And then I forget, we were like just talking about the ear. And I saw her like <laughs> kind of look up and smirk at that. And I was like, oh, she's <laughs> here for that. She knows what we're talking about. So I went over there and I said, are you here for Allison's show? And she said, yeah. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm Raphael. And then... I was like, maybe she knows who I am. So I was like, I designed this shirt. <laughs> and Did you say, like, I've been at Allison's house? <laughs> you might have heard my episode. <laughs> <laughs> it premiered on May something. No. Um, oh, May something, huh? You know I exactly actually, what day. I actually don't know. I think it was May, though. Um, and then, so I told her, I was like, um, you should come mingle with us. So I <laughs> roped her in and... Oh, uh, good job, Rafi. Introduced her, everyone together, whatever. Um but I feel like we didn't get to know her that well. So, no. Taryn, if she listens well, you... to this or if someone knows her handles or whatever, I feel like next year at PodFest, if there is a PodFest and if Allison's there, like, I'm going to have, like, BFF cards. I'm going to, like, take notes on people that we meet because, like, we all need to, as Allison would say, grow this motherfucker. That's right. You That can be everyone's <laughs> goal to reach out to all the other people yes. there. We should all try to like recruit one person that right. is not going to see Allison. Just this show's great. Come with us. It's you know fun. what you should do? Get missionary tips from Al. <laughs> <laughs> well, Al went into a strip club, so That's I, might right. get, I might get distracted. <laughs> trying to recruit those ladies. <laughs> Um, so... Oh, sorry. One quick thing. <laughs> Super fan, Megan. I did not mean to leave you out either. I'm leaving out people. There's there's too many of us. I'm sorry. Also, Jane. Hey, what's up? Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, Jane. Our friend from last year was there as well. So shout out to her. Hey, Jane. Um, shout out. Jane. Is it Jane Phelps on Twitter? Or is it somebody else? I don't remember. Not to put you on the spot, but there's a Jane Phelps who's always very supportive of my tweets it, it and i love her. jane yeah 
I, I feel like she's I think it's her. I think it's Jane Lear. Oh okay, yes, so no, not, you're right. Okay, I'm, not the same one then. She's yeah. I mean the school was her screen name, I think. Okay. Well then never mind. But also shout out to you, other Jane, but also to you, Jane Phelps. Um so after the episode, which we'll talk about shortly, this this short episode is going slightly <laughs> long, but um, after the show, everyone came out, and unfortunately, uh, David and John left relatively quickly, but they got the group picture, um, and I did take an after-the-show picture in the uh, room where they did the podcast, but they did not use mine. I think they used Ray's picture. Uh, I was just standing there, and mm-hmm. Daniel's like, maybe Raphael can take it. And I turned around like, what? And then so <laughs> I, took, I took their group photo. Um, but I guess they used Ray's, which is cool. Shout out to Ray. Um, yeah. Now, I didn't really have any conversations with anyone other than like a I, – I, actually, I did talk with Jeff a lot. I didn't really get to talk with many people, and unfortunately, that's when Rachel had to leave is after the show. Um, oh, but, she didn't get to stay long. No, but Trice, what yeah. were your experiences after the show? Um, after Allison's show, I uh, hung out and chatted a little bit. I talked to Daniel. Um, I told him that I appreciated his his podcast, uh, the Watching Hour, uh, particularly the Twin Peaks episodes, um, because he. So, for those of you who don't who haven't been watching the new season of Twin Peaks and maybe haven't been listening to. The Watching Hour, he and his buddy do really good analysis of this most recent season, actually. And it's nice to hear people, like, really deeply get into a show and talk about it like that. Um, Especially a show like Twin Peaks, which can be sort of elliptical and weird. Um, uh, So I talked to Daniel a little bit. Uh, So Daniel, he was kind of edgy Dan (laughs) during the podcast. Um, I noticed, yeah, a little uh, moody, it seemed. Yeah, and (laughs) uh, listening to it again, it sounded... Well, listening to it for the first time, actually, it it sounded better, but he was sort of he seemed a little uncomfortable being on stage for whatever reason or just tired or whatever. But he was very talkative uh, after the podcast, which same as last year, actually, like he's always I'm always surprised maybe because he is like a little more um, uh, I don't know, a little more stoic. Yeah. Reserved, we could say on the podcast. He's like really high energy and talkative um, whenever we talk. I've talked to him after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's I, interesting, yeah. Yeah. So that um, reminds I, me. Sorry to interrupt you. So back when I first met them at Bumbershoot, I had Syndrome, gra- uh, the graphic novel that Daniel wrote, and <laughs> I read it after the Bumbershoot show, and I passed it on to you, Trice. And now you got it. You you got it signed by him at Last Podfest, and you passed it on to Ray, and he signed it again. And I was like, this is gonna be. It's gonna be like a yearbook. So he signed it like you know. <laughs> Daniel Kwan's Podfest 2017 or whatever. I forget That's what else he wrote. Funny. And so now Ray has it. And hopefully we can like pass this book around. Pass it on. It's like, seriously, I, I really like it. But that reminds me. That's I have the Marvel Comics Digest starring the Amazing Spider-Man first issue that features <laughs> two of the comics that Daniel wrote. And I had him sign it and he drew on the cover and whatnot. And I'm going to give it away to a lucky BFF listener who couldn't make it to PodFest. So if you want to win it, I'm going to like start a post on the Facebook group. But just say, I don't know, I want that shit or whatever whatever the fuck. I don't know. That's cool. 
Um, and then I guess I'll just like randomly fucking select a number and whosoever post that was will get picked. But um, it was really nice of him to sign it for me. And, That's great. And uh, yeah, Daniel's great. Sorry to interrupt you, Trice. Continue. I was just about to talk about regifting the copy of Syndrome, so you're fine. Um, <laughs> what else? Um, I talked with Jordan Morris a little bit. I didn't get a... It was one of those things where, like, oh, I really like you. You're really funny, but I don't know what to say to you. Yeah. So I yep. was like, hey, I like hearing you on the podcast. And he was like, oh, it's always fun to do it. And I was like, yeah, I always enjoy it whenever you're on. You do a good job. And he's <laughs> like, oh, thanks. And then it was like, well, that's kind of it for me. Like, I'm tapped out. Um, I would have I would have had one more line because I also mm. enjoy him on Jordan Jesse Go. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. I should have yeah. said that to you. My um, conversation yeah. with him was pretty similar. Um, I told him, well, actually he was there first. So he was talking with Becky and you, Trice. I don't remember who was there, but he was talking with, uh, people online. Uh, it was like just two or three people, but, um, and I told him, oh, I wish Jordan Jesse Go was doing a, a show here. I would love to see that live. But, um, after the show, I told him, oh yeah, it sucks that at midnight got canceled. Like, even though I didn't really watch that show, I've seen like three episodes and two of them, Allison was on, but, right, um, yeah. but I, but I, I told him, you know, like I'm also a fan of Allie Gertz who was working for the show. And, uh, and I said, but I'm sure you'll land on your feet soon. Cause you're smart and funny and, and you'll, you'll, you know, you'll end up somewhere soon. And he, I think he appreciated <laughs> that. That's good. You yeah, didn't that say- is nice. You didn't say, oh, it must be nice to have the time off. <laughs> Definitely So not. much freedom. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I talked to I knew that was, a little bit. Of, I knew that was Jordan's JMO, sorry. Because, I mean, yeah. didn't the person, who was it, that guess? I can't remember now. Uh, Megan got that one. Megan, but she didn't just guess Jordan, did she? Uh, I think yep. she did. Okay, yeah, she, good. okay. She shouted it out, yeah. Okay, it, good, it, good job, Megan. I couldn't remember. It's like the same with the deleted tweet about farts. It's like, we know who this this is. I will have to say, Allison was smooth though when she when she was stumbling on um, one of the things. I don't remember which one it was, the long one. And then she said, "Oh, I'm stumbling on my own uh, my own JMO, or what I wrote, or whatever." And it wasn't hers, but I thought that was smooth. And then her uh, thing about her story, the CVS story. I was not expecting it to take that turn, <laughs> so I just like laughed out loud. When she uh, said what the that the woman you know when the woman said that's what she said, I just was not expecting that. Um, <laughs> Trace, any more memories? Yep. Uh, so I met Allison. We talked a little bit about stuff. Um, we talked about angry internet commenters, and um, so a couple of us ended up talking with her about. <laughs> she asked. Uh, she sort of pulled. I think it was me and Megan aside, um, and asked what we thought of. Becky was there. I forget who all was nearby, but she asked what we thought of various Thursday show guests and sort of who we liked or didn't like. Or, and apparently, to my surprise, there's been a bunch of negative comments about Renee Colvert, which I had not expected. <gasps> no, but I thought a lot of people liked her, too. That's what I thought. And um, apparently oh. a lot of people do like her, but there's been like uh, the people who don't like her seem to really not like her. So she was checking with us oh, um, to see how we felt about it. Yeah, I've seen some negative comments, but I didn't think there were a lot. I thought it was more that they did like her. Mm-hmm. I hope she doesn't um, not have her back because of that. Because yeah. I really enjoy her. She said she was going to have her back. 
But mm. yeah, I was I was surprised to hear the negative feedback. And somebody should have said Ali Siegel again. She needs to be back. She hasn't been on forever. Yeah, I'm afraid to suggest Ali Siegel because I don't want to sound like a pervert. <laughs> because Leanne, you might not be aware of this, but she's like she's like an attractive oh, I think lady. I, I so think like I've... I feel like if I was like, hey, you should have her back on, I would sound like, oh, okay, we know <laughs> why don't... you want her back on. I don't think that she, Allison would have thought that, but um, mm. but yeah, I mean, she says they still like each other's tweets, so it doesn't seem like they're like on the outs because somebody was I don't remember who, but somebody was like afraid to mention it to her because that well, what if they're on the outs? It doesn't seem like they are. It just doesn't seem like, but people seem to enjoy her. Yeah. I like it when Allison right. has women on. At some point, I'd like her to have more than one at a time on on the Thursday episode. I like Ali Siegel. If if you guys haven't heard it on Jensen Carp's podcast when Allison was on, uh, yeah, Ali Siegel was I... the co-host, and that's yeah. still one of my favorite get up on this episodes, just because it was a lot of fun. And yeah, I really like that episode. That's how I even learned of Ali Siegel. Ali Siegel was from that episode. So, and she's just her tweets are so self-deprecating. They're funny. <laughs> Yeah, and she, uh, her brother is Jason Siegel, the yeah. actor from all the Judd Apatow I'm a big, movies you would know. And I'm, I'm technically a big um, How I Met Your Mother fan, even though it gets slammed all the time on Allison's show by people. I don't care. I still love it. So I'm, we've gone on for quite a bit, but we should still actually talk about the episode itself. <laughs> um, we were her... Wait, did I already say that we were her new potatoes? Yes, I did. Yes. Um, so, um, Leanne, <laughs> was there something about this episode that you wanted to talk about? Um, I I thought it was very funny, but um, one thing I you got somebody said on the on the Facebook page that some things were edited out. Do you care to mention what they were, <laughs> or were they just um, minor things? Rachel brought that up, and I was like, I don't even remember what got edited out, but I'm sure it was very minor. I think Jen mm. said that, right? Um, Trice, do you remember? Yeah, yeah Jen like, said it. Very minor. They were the only ones that I remember anyway. Like at the beginning when she said nude potatoes, she made a joke about nude potatoes. And that apparently didn't make the cut. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't remember anything major. And I thought the sound quality was fine. But some people were, you know, said that the sound wasn't always good. But I thought it was good. I didn't notice anything. Uh, it was okay. Um, but there seems to be, so I've listened to, um, do you need a ride? By the way, shout out to, to Jen, who was also at, do you need a ride? Um, <laughs> so their episode, and it seems like some of the other PodFest episodes that they recorded at PodFest, there seem to be audio issues and this, huh. they, they all come out sounding a little tinny, um, at least the ones I've listened to. Um, and so the, the, my biggest beef with this episode of Allison show is that the crowd was a lot louder and more responsive than got picked up by the oh, microphone. Yeah. Um, and, sometimes, and so sometimes I felt like it was a disservice that when I mean again not to criticize Jeff but when he played the fake one I just wanted to hear the real real crowd. Yeah. It, yeah, I think I don't know. I I would have strongly preferred to be able for people to be able to hear the audience at podcast right. because it was a, it was a good crowd. That's good. And I suspected as much, but yeah, I heard it was like a big room. Was it fun to have her come down to the crowd? That seems like that would have been fun. That was that was very fun. Like, cool, I was yeah, yeah. Like I was sitting right next to Megan when Megan got asked the question, and then to my other side was um, the other guy, uh, 
Justin, the friend right. who brought Kelly along, oh, and yeah. she asked him a question. So I didn't want to get on mic myself. I was too like nervous Shy. or whatever. But yeah, but it was very cool to like, like I don't know, to it. It, it was a unique thing to actually yeah. like be sitting be right there. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was really cool. Um, during the JMO game, there were like some little things that didn't come across in the. Uh, audio because when when she she was like very animated like she came into the crowd like like we know um she i forget what she was saying she was reading one of the jmos and she was kind of like it, shaking doing her the, butt yeah because they referred to it right to and it, then yeah and then jeff hit the fart drop <laughs> so it was very funny in person and i'm sure it was still funny uh via audio but you didn't get the mm-hmm. full picture and right. um and I think there was something else Rachel was saying that she was like, were they talking about like servers at a restaurant or something and how she was like kind of um, acting out how they like look and then they turn. Oh, it was uh, the poem. <laughs> oh, she was the talking poem. about how, yeah, the yes, service yes. at the poem. There oh, was yeah. The couple who was uh, in. Trying Flodron- to avoid Flodron- that couple. Yeah, yeah. And just make a sharp like 90 degree turn yeah. and head down the aisle. <laughs> You can so, tell she's really good live. Like, oh yeah, for sure. That, that's her element. Yeah, you you could I could feel the energy through the you know the audio. Um, another thing that you guys couldn't <laughs> see is that every time that Jeff had to speak, uh, they didn't have a microphone for him, so oh, he had to yeah. use Daniel's, and it, he like tapped him on the shoulder to say, "Hey, give me that mic." And so, like yeah. at the beginning, it was like a just like a tap, and at the end, it was just like a smack, like. Give me the mic already because, like Allison said, every time he's gonna. It's need gonna it be every, every time. time. Yeah, yeah. I know Allison was a little uh, was a little pithy there, but it was pretty funny. He's gonna need that every time. <laughs> so get on board here. My booing didn't come across on the mic um, when she before she did the live read. She was like, "I used to work at a place, and I I gently oh. booed." Yeah. In reference somebody, to the former employer. Somebody did, um, someone, one of the panel people, I don't remember which one, did make comment on it, though. Yeah, Jordan. I, right, I knew it happened. I didn't hear the boo necessarily, but I knew it happened because it was referenced. So that was funny. So that was you. I do what I can. Contribute <laughs> to the show. You're a um, hero. <laughs> thank you. The The boo was very funny. Um, I was saying boo earns. So as far as Daniel uh, kind of being edgy Daniel, I guess. Um, yeah. I think maybe it has a little to do with, you know, like how he said he'd never want to be on her podcast, but I think mostly it was like, we have three fan favorites on the panel. So he's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to take it easy and they're just going <laughs> to do their thing. So hopefully yeah. that's what it was. And there wasn't like some huge fight in the car beforehand or something. But uh, maybe we'll never know. Yeah, who knows with them, though. We might know. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys do on the quiz? Because I know in person I was doing it, and I think I only missed one or two. But for the most part, I was doing pretty well. I don't think I did that well, actually. <laughs> I think I got Allison's. I got the one, the fart one. <laughs> Um, I knew that had to have been her, but, and, and then jo- the Jordan one about the job, but the others, 
Uh, yeah, because that's where that's where poor Daniel fell a little flat. And Jeff, Jeff wasn't great at selling himself. <laughs> yeah, Daniel didn't seem super keen on the game. I um, think at first he wasn't even sure what he was doing. Yeah, <laughs> which I assumed I assumed Allison ran the idea by him. You would think so, yeah. Um, it was. I thought it was a good idea. I wouldn't think it would be a good idea to do it on our studio episode, but it was a good live show idea. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about it at first, but then, especially after re-listening to it, I think it came across yeah, really. It, it came was, across really well. And I thought it was cool that she thought of a you know a game specifically for the live show. I like it when yeah. she does something a little different, like when she used to do the live shows and she would do that little fake journal reading, you know. Mm-hmm about her fears about doing the show. Those were funny. So I like when she prepared to know that she prepared especially for the show. Yeah. The live show. Um did it did I already ask you Trace was there something about this show you wanted to talk about? <laughs> um I did not do that well on the quiz. I think I think I was like 50 50 or something. Yeah. Um I did get Jordan's. I know that one just because it was he was mentioning losing a job. Yeah. And then there was one it was like process of elimination because everyone else already had one. So I got whatever the last one was. But um, uh, the Jordan mentioning he had a white noise machine, which is just the sound of fingering, which I thought was very <laughs> that funny. That was funny. Yeah, they were funny. The guys were funny. Um, I, the, the weird CVS lady. Oh, I, yeah. I liked that story. And that, that, is, that is a real weird, like, even before <laughs> the that's what she said, which... By the way, that's that's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, but it was we, random considering how she was explaining this woman before, though. So I just wasn't expecting. That yeah, term. that's that <laughs> is that is the best part that it came out of nowhere. But uh, even when she she talked about her how she was saying yes, sir, to the cashier, yeah. she was even saying it in a weird way. And it was yeah, like a weird. Uh, yeah, uh, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, at first I wasn't with Allison. I'm like, what do you... And then I, as she started telling the story, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'd feel weird about her too. You know, but at first I'm like, well, she just complimented your ring. That There's nothing wrong with that. That's nice. But then as she kept telling... She did some good storytelling there, I'll, I'll have to say. Another thing that we cannot skip over is that at the beginning of the show, she announced that that morning or maybe the night before, Jenna and Al had their second oh. daughter... That's Dylan right. Dylan Moss. Yeah. And Allison sent her a spread from Chicken <laughs> Salad Chick or whatever that place is called, which is awesome. Yeah, I thought that was really nice when I saw it on yeah. Instagram. And now, I mean, what can what can we say? But we don't know much. But uh, how do you guys feel about the name? Any thoughts about the birth of their second child? That's ex- very exciting. Um, I was—I su- I have to admit—I was a little surprised by the name because I would have thought at least Al would have vetoed it for some reason, like the kind of—and um, this—I don't mean it to be off-putting, but it's kind of like uh, I didn't—I would figure they would go for names, but for names that were like clearly a girl's name it surprised me that they kind of went for uh kind of a neutral slash more associated with a male name that makes sense good like but samantha and sam with, you know yeah. yeah but i don't have a problem with that it just surprised me that alan that al you know would have gone with it for some reason but i think it i think i like i like that i don't know what the middle name is but i liked 
when Sam was named, you know, Samantha Brooklyn, you know, a nod to New York, that out, that um, Jenna loved New York. So I'm curious to know what the middle name will be or is. Oh, that's a good question. Hopefully we get these answers soon. Also, shout out to Jay Inslee who edited I know. the uh, SNS, uh, sorry, not sorry, episode while they're away taking care of their newborn. But um, yeah. if you guys don't have anything else, I think we should move on to the JMO that I picked for us. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, real quick, so Jordan talked about getting into Uber and having like a conspiracy theory. Guys, your driver or other sort of um, uncomfortable situations and conversations. Um, so me and Rafi took a lift with a guy <laughs> who had, I guess, this guy looked like he was like 28, but he said he worked at UPS for like 15 years. So I was like, all right. Um, but he he was an interesting guy and uh, had a lot of feelings in general, but in particular about his work situation and the higher ups and you know Uh-oh. office politics. So that was that was an interesting left right. So when they unload uh, on you about their job, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's a little weird. Yeah. You know, I didn't think anyone was going to be able to beat the Uber that I took where the lady was asking me who I voted for and oh, no. all that stuff. But this guy, he had some animosity to the higher-ups at his former place of employment. Um, yeah, that was... I had a cab driver who gave me um, financial advice and told me you know, how much I should be save I didn't know this guy how much I should be saving each month and how he's saved so much money I don't remember like the amount that he was saying and I was like I wanted to be like do you have a different job or a cab driver's making a lot more than I knew based on the number that he had told me I feel like he was maybe blowing a little smoke or or it's a second job I don't know you never know yeah um so I guess we can move on to the only JMO that I picked um Jane Montgomery, and I think this was from the Monday episode of this week, singing in the car, daydream about karaoke situation where people I admire are inexplicably present hearing me nail the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't had that myself, but I can I can imagine people doing that. Have you ever done karaoke, Leanne? No, nor have I been to a strip club. So we can't uh, see you at the local karaoke bar doing your rendition of Honky Tonk, or sorry, fuck, Boot Scootin' Boogie? Oh, absolutely not. I can, carry a, I can carry a tune, but I don't like to sing in front of people. Honestly, I didn't sing in front of Bill, and I might have said this before, <laughs> until like two years into our marriage, and it was kind of accidental that he even heard me, and he was like, he was a little bit annoyed because he's like, you have a good voice. Why haven't I heard it? Before? <laughs> so, um, you know, it took a while. And the, I'm not ashamed to say this. For a while, we took singing lessons. And that's actually what made me feel comfortable singing in front of him. But not anybody else, though. And my cat. I sing songs to my cat all the time. Shout out to Vincent Van Cat. Vincent Van Cat. Yeah, um, he loves my songs. If... If you had a song, a, a go-to karaoke song, what would it be? Rush Tom Sawyer? <laughs> yes, of course. Now it would be. <laughs> Trice, uh, do you karaoke? Uh, not, no. Uh, once I ended up, I'm going to say it, I think it was just once, I ended up in like a karaoke, like, not like karaoke, uh, 
not like an open karaoke setting, like sometimes they'll do it at bars, but like an actual club where they had like dedicated rooms where you could reserve a private room. I think it was twice now that I think about it. Um, so I was, I'm a member of like a, a Japanese language study group meetup and a couple of the meetups um, have been like little side adventures that we went to. Like we went to a restaurant and then went to do karaoke and then another time, one of the people's birthday, they wanted to do karaoke. So they brought a bunch of their friends and invited people from the meetup. Um, so yeah, it was, it was cool with the, uh, with the caveat that I don't actually sing very much and I'll, I'll join in when other people are singing, but I'm not a good singer. So now what songs did you pick? I don't even, I don't even think I picked any songs. I just sang along to, if someone did a song I knew I sung along. Um, God, I want to say God. Gold Digger by Kanye West came up, uh, which was, <laughs> okay. I think it was like a new song at the time, because this was a while ago. Wow. Um, that was like probably, 05 or 06, I think. Yeah, it was, it was a while. It was probably like 08 or something, so not super new, but um, I think it was mostly old R&B stuff. Hmm. Um, I have to admit, and I know that this is not probably a friendly place to admit it, but I enjoy Florida listening. Georgia Line. Oh my! I'm I'm out. I'm out. Oh, I, I'm not talking to you anymore. So, let her, so, let so her Trice, confess her love of Wheeler Walker so, Jr. So so Trice, um, I'd rather so I'd rather that rumor get started than the other one that Rafi was trying to start. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just talking to Trice now. So Trice, I actually ah. enjoy hanging out. I actually enjoy hanging out at karaoke things. I think it's fun. I just don't do it myself. I've I've definitely been in a bar where they did a karaoke night and like heard a couple people go up there and sing and be like this is actually kind of a cool atmosphere yeah like, yeah it's fun yeah. trice can you tell leanne uh <laughs> what is it like to go to a karaoke bar where you're not drinking because i feel like that would really take you know the fun part out of it and it would just be a sad display of people wanting attention well uh, it... hmm. oh i'm sorry i'll let you respond directly to Rafi. Oh, no, I'm talking to you, Trice. Um, okay. <laughs> please pass the salt. <laughs> please ask Rafi to pass the salt. It's like um, the movie Ordinary People. <laughs> yeah. I was um, actually thinking of the Simpsons episode where Homer's mad at Lisa, and then he ends up talking to Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, would you tell your mother? And then it's like he's actually he was mad at Lisa in the beginning. That is hilarious. <laughs> Marge, since I'm not talking to Lisa, would you please ask her to pass me the syrup? Please pass your father the syrup, Lisa. Bart, tell Dad I'll only pass the syrup if it won't be used on any meat product. You dunking your sausages in that syrup, my boy? Marge, tell Bart I just want to drink a nice glass of syrup like I do every morning. Tell him yourself you're ignoring Lisa, not Bart. Bart, thank your mother for pointing that out. Homer, you're not not talking to me. And secondly, I heard what you said. Lisa, tell your mother to get off my case. Uh, Dad, Lisa's the one you're not talking to. Bart, go to your room! I love that. Oh, we're so stupid. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, what, drinking, not drinking. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I still enjoy it since I haven't had a drink. I don't know what it's like to listen to it, you know, while drinking. But yeah, but I am one of those people though. If somebody's bad, I get really embarrassed for them, especially if I know the person. Not quite as much if I don't know the person. But if I know the person, I have to try really hard. Like at church, if somebody like does a solo and they shouldn't, 
I have to try really hard not to like put my head down and <laughs> be really embarrassed for them. So, but I don't really feel that way at a in a karaoke situation. I guess I don't know why. Well, um, I totally forgot to mention that on Saturday, uh, me and Rachel uh, broke out of the hotel and we went <laughs> to a brewery that was nearby. And we were walking to another brewery, but we got sidetracked because I saw the building where uh, Joanna, Lisa, and Jen and I had the Korean barbecue that Jenna and Al like, Mana. Oh, yeah. And I saw that in that same complex, they have a Daiso. So we went over there. And got some shrimp chips and some other weird Asian snacks. <clears throat> and it turns out Lisa had also gotten us some shrimp chips. So <laughs> we were all on the same track. But um, I think that's a good place to end it. I I, I knew this was going to be long, but I was trying to keep it short. So hopefully <laughs> I can get it down a little shorter. But um, thank you Take both out everything again. I said and that will be shorter. It'll be good. <laughs> well, that was my plan, but... Thank you both for being on on such short notice. I'm a terrible co host. Leanne, where can we find you? You can find me at Leanne M. Ward on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. I don't remember my Instagram. (laughs) And I'm not following, I'm not really following people back, but um, except some people that, you know, I don't follow people that I already see their, their, Anyway, it's a whole weird thing. So don't find me there. And um, find me at the Best Friends Fan Cast Facebook page. That's my favorite place. Um, have you written anything for Country Universe lately? Well, I haven't, but I have an assignment that I have to turn something in um, by the end of the week for a countdown that we're – because what people who read our website like the most about our website, or one of our popular features is we all collaborate on – you know, countdowns that we make up and the country music association awards are coming up soon. So we're going to count down our favorite collaboratively um, top 50 singles of the year. Cause it's the CMA is celebrating their 50th year. So that's not interesting to most of you, I'm sure. But if there's a country music fan, Lisa, you might be interested. There's some bad ones. Achy breaky heart won one year. So that's a, that's that's like an embarrass. That's like when the Titanic won um, an Oscar. So, well, embarrassing. I would love to check that article out when it is out because All right. the the first time we contacted each other via DM was about that's right new country music. music so that's right. I will. That's check what that you out. learned of my love for Florida Georgia Line. So get that drop. <laughs> Email it. everyone at Country Universe. <laughs> Um, Trice, where can we find you? You can find me at Jumbo's Clown Room because I went without <laughs> you guys after you all left. I was like, yeah, now it's yeah, time. Sure. Now this it's time to. Re- it's the big up. reveal right now, right? Exactly. You want Do to something keep crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I knew for a fact there was going to be an altercation with security because they say <laughs> don't touch the dancers, but I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, no, I, you can find me on Twitter, I guess, at TSDCX, but. Um, if you are listening to this, you should join the Allison Rosen, uh, the Best Friends Fancasts group on if Facebook. You're, if you're nice. If you're going to be mean, then just stay on Twitter. 
<laughs> that is a good rule in general. Um, yeah. Also, uh, shout out to Joanna, who couldn't make it this year to PodFest. Yeah, Joanna. I hope things are going well and the whole job thing is going well. Are we still in search? I'm not sure. Because I know that at one point the company she was working for was shutting down. And maybe we cut this out. But uh, but she did she did mention it. Last Facebook, I so. heard, she got a new job. So oh good. But shout out to Joanna. It yes. sucks we that love she you, couldn't Joanna. be there. Yeah. Um, and on behalf of myself and Lisa Lowry, uh, we will see you in a week. Hopefully, we love you, Lisa. She's all right. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm with Trice. Uh, so <laughs> thank you all for listening, and good night. <laughs>